0: Mr. Ah. the presidential area
1: Going on, everybody. This is DeVore. You are tuning in to the Not for the Bay Podcast. We are live, a very special edition live podcast right after Super Bowl 56, the LA Rams, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Final score ended up being 23 to 20. Uh, you can do us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, be sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, and now we just recently added the TikTok. This episode of the Not For Debate podcast is also sponsored by Bet Us, the online bookie site. Upon sign up with the link in the description, the Not For Debate link in the description, you will receive an extra 125% in bonuses. Like I said, a very, very special edition of uh, this uh, the Super Bowl. LA Rams ended up taking the dub versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, well, Banks just hopped in here. I didn't even notice he ended up hopping in here. Uh, you already know, Banks is pretty – I'm pretty sure he's fired up right now considering the fact that his own team, the Los Angeles Rams, just recently just won the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go ahead and let you uh, have the floor with this one, Banks. Yo, can you
0: hear
1: me? Yes, I can hear you. How
0: do I sound? I'm in my car driving home, bro.
1: Uh, you sound. You sound fine. Out. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: out at a get together just now, man. Um, but yeah, man, let's go. I don't really, I mean, I, I'm, I'm mad because I'm in my car driving home. I can't scream and shout like I want to. I'm out of, I'm, I'm a, I'm a lose control of my car. And I ain't trying to do that. But uh, thank God for Bluetooth. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, man I'm, I'm first reaction is, of course, I, I was super happy. I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm in loss of words. I was just, I had a whole bunch of tears in my eyes. I'm Google crying, you know, because it's, it's been a long time, bro. Everybody asking me, oh, you know. And my boy, one of my boys, hit me up. I was like, man, why are you crying, bro? Because I'm telling people, man, you don't understand the amount of passion that I have for my sports teams. Like that, like I don't. I, I know a lot of people probably think that the reason I like my sports teams and stuff is because I'm trolling and anything like that. That's not the case. I like the teams because that's who I like. And as we know, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, Los Angeles Rams fan, and I'm a Florida State Seminole. So that's kinda of spread out. You would think, you know, it would be kinda of similar, but it's not. It's kinda of spread out. Um but you know, tonight it's about my boys, man. Um I'm I'm happy as hell. I'm diehard, 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 Los Angeles Rams, St. Louis Rams. When I when I When I met them, when I first came into contact with the Rams, they were actually Los Angeles. This is back when they had Jerome Bettis at running back, which is when I fell in love with them. And the reason I fell in love with the Rams is because of their jerseys. The color of their jerseys was very nice, and I liked the Ram emblem. The reason why I liked the Ram emblem is because in my area, um, when I was a little kid, when I first started liking the Rams, there's a football team called Goose Rams. And I always wanted to play for the Goose Rams because they had a jersey very similar to the Rams. And then when I saw the professional team, I was like, okay, I like them. Because they remind me of the team that I wanted to play for when I was an Optimist. But, you know, um, I'm just I'm just happy, bruh. It's been a long time. The last time my Rams won the Super Bowl, I was in the sixth or seventh grade, I think. And we've been back to the Super Bowl since then. But unfortunately, we ran into Tom Brady. And uh, you know, you know how that goes, you run into Tom Brady. Uh, so, you know. Um, but credit credit to the Cincinnati Bengals, credit to the fans of Cincinnati. You guys most definitely earned my respect. You already have my respect anyway. I'm, I'm low key a Bengals fan, low key. I like them, man. That's a really good up and coming team. They 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 stood with us toe to toe. They 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 didn't back down from us at all. That's a scary team to to look out against next next season. That's that's that. I, if, if people were to pick them as a Super Bowl favorite, I wouldn't be shocked because that's how good that team really, really is. And they're only going to get better from here. Like, that's what's so scary about them. They're, they're only going to get better. So, um, man, bro, I'm, I don't – I feel like I'm talking too much right now, but I, I just, I'm just – bro, I, I don't know, bro. I'm just at a loss of words, bro. I'm,
1: go I'm ahead. go right ahead, speak your, speak your mind, man. Go ahead speak your mind. It, it, it's not nah, every it's, day your team gets well, – you and your team get to have a moment. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, bro, it, it's – Right. It's, like I said, man, people don't understand the amount of passion that I have for my sports teams. Um, I'm a diehard fan of all my sports teams, um, especially my Rams. Um, I care about them near and dearly. Win, lose, or draw. You know, I felt like last season we should have won the Super Bowl as well had it not been for Aaron Donald getting injured and, and we having Jared Goff at, at quarterback, we, we should have won the Super Bowl last year. But, you know, last year's last year. We were Super Bowl champions this year. Um, I'm I'm impressed with the the amount of adversity we we, we, uh, had to overcome today. This was not an easy game whatsoever. Uh, I know I saw a lot of wild predictions out there uh, saying that the Rams are going to blow the Bengals out. That that wasn't going to happen. The the NFL is different now. Um, You're not going to see too many blowouts, especially in the playoffs. You're going to get the very best of the best um, in the playoffs. Uh, In order for it to be a blowout in the Super Bowl or the playoffs, it gotta be some real crazy shit happening, like turnovers and you just didn't come to play, you know what I'm saying? Right.
1: But in the playoffs
0: with playoff football, the Super Bowl, you don't get you don't get routes. The last route we had was what was it? The 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 Broncos versus the Panthers I think it was. And the, the reason that happened is because of turnovers, like we said, the, the Panthers couldn't start turning the ball over and they couldn't protect Cam Newton and then the floodgates were open for Denver and they, they just went off. And then the year before that, well, the year before after that, the the, uh, the the Seattle Seahawks, you know, smacked the Broncos around, you know. So you don't you don't really see a lot of blowouts in Super Bowl games. It doesn't really happen. Um, but credit to Sean McVay, um, Coach McVay really uh, showed me a lot today. Uh, I, I did I did question a lot of his play calling in the beginning. Um, it just didn't make a lot of sense. A lot of the the, the third and ones, shotgun formations, fire wide. I, I just hate that style of football. Anytime I see anybody in five wide or 31, I get pissed off um, because that's what – but that's what the leaders become now, that the leaders become more spread out. I don't like it. Um, you know, it, it's even got to the point now where teams are in shotgun on the goal line at the one-yard line they're in shotgun. I, I I hate that style of football, but it is what it is. Like, this is what we're in, so, you know, you got to have it. But, again, credit to Sean McVay for uh, – for we lost – uh, Taylor, Tyler, Tyler Haby, our starting tight end, was not able to play the game today. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, clear that he had his injury, was hobbling him a little bit. Um, Odell Beckham going down was major. Um, you know the running game was not existent whatsoever until the late in the fourth quarter on that last uh, touchdown drive. We got the running game going just a little bit. Um, so I gotta give nothing but respect to Sean McVay, especially in that that last possession. Uh, we, we caught some really good plays. Uh, but I will say this, um, as a Rams fan, I'm also a realist in football. I posted on my social media accounts. I hate the way that the game ended. Uh, I, I felt like the referees took away uh, the momentum for Cincinnati. I don't know if Cincinnati was going to win the game or not. I can't say. But they definitely took away the momentum from Cincinnati. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think there were, what, three, two or three uh, defensive holding calls on one drive alone
1: and there um, were two two penalties called the whole game up until that right, point
0: yeah up until that point yeah if that that was not good um also to play the pass interference they missed on Jalen ramsey and also the, the pass interference against Jalen ramsey that they missed when t higgins clearly grabbed Jaden ramsey by uh, the face mask and you know i don't know if it was enough force to 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 knock him off the way he fell down um I honestly don't know what the hell has gotten into Jalen Ramsey the last two, uh, last couple of weeks. Um, he has not looked like the the elite corner that he that I, I brag on him being. I still think he's the best corner in football. Yeah, he had a a few you know shitty games, but you know you forget about that stuff when you look at the box score and there's a W behind it. Um, but uh, Jalen Ramsey definitely kind of let me down the last few weeks. Um, but you know I, I still got love for him. That's my guy. I love him. He's the best corner in the NFL uh, in my opinion. Uh, and, and most importantly, credit to Matthew Stafford for for uh, sticking through it, man. For a moment, it looked like Matthew Stafford was going to turn the detroit to Detroit uh, Stafford. For a moment, uh, I got really nervous after those interceptions, man. I got really nervous. It it, it, it reminded me a lot of the the Tampa Bay game when the turnover was just ha- started happening over and over and over. And we just couldn't get nothing going. It just it was just bad, bro. And I got really freaking nervous. Um, but you know, like I said, they found a way to get it going, and I'm and I'm. I'm I'm a happy fan tonight, man. I'm really happy that we were able to pull that victory out. Again, I don't. Again, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I I think the the, the penalties helped us, but I, I hey, at the end of the day, the result was we won. So, um, I I hated how the Bengals lost that game. I feel like the Bengals had the game taken from them versus us winning it. Honestly, but I take the W.
1: <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I wanted to point out the the way the Cincinnati Bengals was able to keep. Cooper Cup under wraps all the way up until that to that final drive of the game where Matthew Stafford con- continuously kept on force feeding him the ball and he was actually getting he was living up to the moment and that's what set up that, that 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 touchdown at the end of the fourth quarter with less than a minute with a minute left in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had to uh, we had to do that, man. You know, you know. I want to uh, also give a shout out to uh, to Chris Collinsworth, man. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, yeah, he might be a uh, dull at, in terms of a commentary, And color commentary, he might be very dull. But if you if you same thing with Tony Romo, if you sit back and you listen to those guys give color commentary, they, they are they they really show their knowledge of the game of football. Uh, Chris Collinsworth called out a few uh, a few plays and a few keys that. We, that uh, adjustments, I should say, that the Rams should make that ultimately end up happening. One of the biggest adjustments was the Rams uh, putting Cooper Cup in motion, um, which was a very big uh, 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 adjustment in the game because, like I said, with us not having our, our – up to our full strength um, with the players, you know, with Higgins being out and not being able to run the ball, also Eldale Beckham being injured – it, 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 every everybody was able to focus on Cooper Cup, and this is why I say Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the NFL this year. And going into the next season, there's no no doubt in my mind he's the best receiver in the NFL. The reason I say this is the the way that he's able to dominate a game from inside the hash, outside the hash, from the slot, wherever, wherever you line Cooper Cup at, he's able to dominate. That's what's good about him. A lot of a, a lot of the elite receivers in the NFL aren't good in other positions. Some of them are good on one side of the field. Some of them are good on the other side of the field. Some of them are not even good from working inside the slot. Cooper Cup is able to do everything and and everything at a high level. And I love his game. He was able to get separation because of the movement, the motion, the motion makes it very difficult for a defense to get a hand on you. Because a lot of times, whenever you come into motion, and the motion stops, the ball is snapped immediately. So as a cornerback or a safety or a linebacker, you're thinking, well, I don't want to put my hands on him because I don't know where he, what he's going to do. Whereas if you're lined up on the outside of the field, on on outside the hashes, you know pretty much he's either going to go straight at you. You know what I mean? But inside right. of the slot, you don't know where he's going. I could go out, I can go in, I can go over the top. It's it's crazy, bro. And Chris Collinsworth called that out, and and that's what that's what happened on that final drive. On that final drive, Cooper Cup was able to kill. Was able to dominate inside and outside of, of, of the mark on, uh, on the field. It was just, it was just remarkable, bro. Like I said, I'm a fan of football, bro. Like I actually watch and observe. I don't just get on here and just talk shit to talk shit. I actually watched the game and I noticed that's what McVay did, and that was just a fantastic uh, 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 strategic game plan uh, for them to change that around. That was that was fantastic, um, and credit to some of our young guys for stepping it up. Uh, Cam Akers stepped it up in the final possession. Uh, on that final drive, the touchdown game, when the drive, he stepped it up, started running the ball a little bit more effectively. The offensive line dug deep. Um, our backup uh, tight end, uh, Hopkins, uh, Bryce Hopkins, I can't thank him enough. Our tight ends have stepped it up the last two weeks, well, last week, and well, the last few games. Uh, last game, Higby went down, Blanton came in, had a phenomenal game. Then this game, Blanton was clearly all He wasn't himself. I don't know what happened. Uh, incoming, Bryce Hopkins. Bryce Hopkins comes in there and he does what he does. He makes a a lot of a few big catches on third down, um, second down, that really helped us get into the end zone. So, yeah.
1: Would you? Would you? If I would have told you before this game started that you guys would have less than fifty yards rushing throughout the whole game, would you believe it?
0: I will believe you because cause what's one of the things I've been saying about us all year, though, D? I've been saying the same thing about us all year. We haven't been able to run the ball effectively. Like, McVay has fallen in love with Matthew Stafford's arm. And we, we had one of the worst rushing offenses in the NFL all season. I think we were ranked, like, 27th or something like that, 25th. We don't run the ball.
1: Right. I would so have I, thought I, I that would have run been – been- I would have thought that would have been due to the injuries that you had at the running back position, but you had all three guys healthy healthy tonight and they was just unable to get the ball rolling there.
0: Right, right. I did thought I did thought that I was I was actually kind of surprised at the amount of touches that Darrell Henderson ended up getting, especially coming off an injury. Um I mean, you gotta remember he didn't play since I think it was week four or something like that. And then for him to come in and get all these carries. You know, it's not a lot of carries, but he got some carries, even more than Sony Michelle, who led our team in rushing. Like so, again, those are some of the decisions that Sean McVay makes that have me scratching my head a lot of times. Like, bro, what the hell are you doing? Like, it's clear that Sony Michelle is better at the moment. Let's run him. Um, but you know, at the end, of, like I said, the end of the day, it worked out. I, I I do feel like, like I said, I do feel like the Rams got kind of lucky at the end. Um, Uh, Cincinnati's defense played very well. Trey Henderson deserves another contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, They need to bring that same team back next season, but probably make a few more upgrades in the secondary, um, in the cornerback spot, uh, maybe get an elite pass rusher if they could, somebody that can effectively rush the pass on every single down. Uh, I mean, because Henderson's is good, but it's good to have somebody else because that's that's what also decided the game too. Uh, The Rams started to get after Joe Burrow um, in the second half, especially that third quarter. Of uh, 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 Von Miller end up going, you know, he he basically was unblockable, um, in the third quarter, um, so, uh, yeah, I I think those are just some of the few the few uh things that Cincinnati needs to do as a team uh, next season to to help them out. Uh, of course, also drop an offensive line. Joe Burrow cannot cannot go another season like this. Like it, it was even scary to see him get sacked. Uh, in his game, and you can see on the replay they kept playing over and over and over. He was screaming in pain, holding his knee. They they can't, they can't, if, if Cincinnati plans on having a future, it's, I'm talking about winning multiple Super Bowls and all that stuff, and having Joe Burrow as the face of the franchise, they're going to have to address the offensive line position, either through free agency, or uh, through a trade, or through draft. They gotta do something, because Joe Burrow is not gonna be able to withstand all those hits. It, it's not gonna happen. As good as that kid is, and he's good. He's he's
1: really good. It's it's not. He it it's it, it's not it's not it's not it's not smart. No, it's not. Right. Uh I wanted to, I wanted to get to Odell for a second because that's the seemed like the topic of discussion in the comment section right now. Um a lot of folks well, I'm seeing Banana Man saying right now that the Bengals would have got blown out if Odell would have stayed healthy throughout the whole game.
0: Um yeah, hey Rev, thank you man. I see the comment, bro. Thank you Rev. I appreciate it, bro. Uh I appreciate that, man. Thank you, bro. Um I I don't know, man. Um Uh it was 13 to 3 um up until Odell getting hurt. Um it it definitely was looking like we were about to really take off. Uh, <laughs> uh but um People gotta remember, man. One thing about Cincinnati Bengals is they're they're the they're the epitome of a of a, a started from the bottom. Now I'm here, type team. Uh, they they struggled all season long. Not just in the playoffs, but all the entire season, all year, they struggled with uh starting the game uh, uh hot early. They struggled. Um, I think they had what I believe it was seven or eight games this year that they actually came from behind and won. So they're epitome of a they're the epitome of a comeback team, a Cinderella team. Um, so the Rams are epitome of get out, get big leads, and okay, lay down, take the foot off the gas, and allow a team back in the second half. So I just knew that it wasn't going to be over. I knew Cincinnati wasn't out of the game. I just knew it. I just knew Cincinnati. Even with Odell being on the field, I think Cincinnati was still made of the game. They would have still called it. They would have. They, they would have. Continue to fight at it, chip away at the lead, uh, pick up some big games. Um, credit to Jamar Chase. I didn't mention Jamar Chase's name. Uh, Jamar Chase played outstanding. He gave Jalen a bit. He gave Jalen Ramsey the business today. It. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't even funny what Jamar Chase was doing to Jalen Ramsey, and, and and that's crazy because that's a first year rookie who clearly is going to be one of the one of the top five uh, receivers in the NFL next season, voting wise. Um, that kid is special, bro. Um, very, very special. Uh, T. Higgins, very special. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I think ultimately they're probably going to end up maybe shipping him out. And maybe they can get a, they, maybe they can get a, 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 a another draft pick for uh, Tyler uh, Boyd. I, I think a lot of teams would love to have Tyler Boyd on their team. Um, or maybe they've decided to bring him back. Who knows? Um, but I think they should probably move on from him because it's clear that T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, along with Joe Burrow and and if they can find a way to keep Joe mixing around, that's a very solid core to start with. You don't really need Tyler Boyd no more. He's like the odd man out. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't really think they would want to continue with that.
1: I definitely hear you. I like Tyler Boyd right. though. He's he's the veteran leader on that on oh, yeah. that Bengals receiving core for sure.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a he's a good player. Don't get it twisted. You know, what I mean? he's a very he's a very serviceable guy. But it's clear that he's, he's going to be, he's going to be out. He's been outplayed. Like there are two guys that are in front of him that are better. That's just what it is. Like he, I'm not saying he's a bad player. He reminds me a lot of, uh, uh, what's the guy name? Um, uh, like a Lavernius Coles um, you know, very reliable, you know, guy that could get you some yards and, you know, pretty play the slot role. You know, he could, he could be, he could be a good starter somewhere, you know, um, take away some pressure, or he could come in as a second receiver and take away the pressure of the quarterback.
1: Right. Uh, I did want to, I did want to go ahead and uh, reminisce for a second about that uh, Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff trade that happened a week ago, excuse me, a year ago from today, about a, a year and a year and a week ago from today where they ended up trading the two first round picks. I believe it was a third, and Jared, Jared golf or matthew stafford i'm assuming it, it panned out in, with flying colors
0: yeah say that again that last part
1: i said i'm assuming it panned out with flying colors
0: uh what the the matthew stafford trade yes sir i mean yeah man <laughs> uh shit yeah fuck yeah uh <laughs> hell yeah definitely paid off man with flying colors you got that right <laughs> uh, we got a Super Bowl out of the deal, shit, man. You know, um, anytime you can get a Super Bowl, shit, you know. I mean, what else? What else do you need? You know what I mean? Like, what? What else? What? That's that's. Listen, bro. That's the end all be all in the NFL, bro. That's the end all be all. The end all be all is winning and, and hoisting a Lombardi Trophy, bro. If you're not playing for a Lombardi, it's it's nothing, bro. I mean, uh, and and, and that's why I give. The Miami Dolphins a hard time. That's why I give other players like Aaron Rodgers and all that stuff a hard time because here, especially Aaron Rodgers for instance, here's a guy that clearly has the talent in, 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 the, in the game, and every year he's not in the Super Bowl. And again, I understand that he's not going to win a Super Bowl every year. Like I, I get it. that's just being irrational to think that he's not going to he's going to win a Super Bowl every year. But it's clear that his game alone is separated. He's separated from the, from everybody else unless you start talking about Tom Brady, Peyton Manning and stuff like that. He's not in a a, a dominant uh, he's not in the uh, uh he he's not in a in a, a era of quarterback play that's just super that's just head over heel better. You know what I mean? Like in his current era, he should be killing this shit, bro. Especially with Drew Brees and and Tom Brady no longer being in the NFL, this is your time now. Wherever wherever Aaron Rodgers decides to play football next season, I'm expecting a Super Bowl from him every year because he's just that good, so they say. So they say he's just that good, but back to the point about Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff, I mean, that's the reason why we went after Matthew Stafford uh, is because Jared Goff clearly was not the guy. Uh, credit to Jared Goff for what he did. I'm sure he would like to be part of this team and, and celebrate the Super Bowl, but it's not like he didn't have a damn chance. He had a shot, he blew it. We only put up three points, and Three points compared to 23 points is a big difference. Um, and, and teams were able to – Jared Goff was so limited. Teams were able to pattern us just by eliminating the run game. Like, he can't throw he, – he, like you said, Sean McVay was even telling him what to throw the damn ball and, and, uh, during live plays. That, <laughs> that's not a good thing. Now, I will give it to Jared Goff. He, he grew up a lot on his own this season. With the Detroit Lions, it forced him to grow up, and I'm honestly thinking that Jared Goff is going to improve as a football player and as a quarterback moving forward because he had to grow up this year. He didn't have Shami Vader bail him out. He didn't have Ty Gurdy or whatever else we had a, a, a lights out defense to carry us. He didn't. He didn't have that this year, and he actually played pretty good. He actually played pretty good, better than you know than I spent. I thought he was going to suck, but uh, my boy Matthew Stafford. Uh, Credit to that guy. Um, I'm going to be real with you, man. I'm going I'm to start some shit by saying this, and I know a lot of people are going to look at me crazy, but what's the difference between Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers? It's something, it's something to think about. It really is. It's something to think about now. Now that Matthew Stafford has a Super Bowl ring, the only thing we have for Matthew Stafford to do is go, go off and win an NFL MVP, which he's capable of doing. He's capable of doing that. If he could just limit the turnovers, Matthew Stafford could be an NFL MVP. And then once he wins the MVP, then what do we saying? Because when you look at Matthew Stafford's numbers, his numbers are there. He's one of the best passes in NFL, NFL history already. Matthew Stafford can retire today and he's a Hall of Famer. So, I, I ask that question to everybody out there. What is the difference minus minus the super minus the the, the MVPs? What is the difference between Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers?
1: You know, I I, I would think that with them Lions team Stafford had, I think Aaron Rodgers would be able to take them to the playoffs. True. And also. True. The Rams, the Rams offense, or well, on paper in general, I believe they're a more talented team than the Packers. So I kind of would have to give the slight edge to Stafford with the more talented team. Oh crap! I don't think a lot of people in the comment section aren't on board with that comment either. By the way, hey, listen, you
0: know I don't give a damn what nobody saying in that comment section. At the end of the day, what I'm saying is valid facts. If you're not going to give me, if you when you take away the INTs. Which, if you think about it, Matthew Stafford doesn't throw a shit ton of INTs. He, he's not a bad. He's not a. He, he's not. He, he doesn't throw a lot of. Inter- there's there's other guys in the NFL. Brett Favre threw interceptions ridiculously every season, and people love Brett Favre. He's in the Hall of Fame because of it. So it's not like what I'm saying is incredible. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is Matthew Stafford. For any, if anybody in the chat thinks Matthew Stafford is an average quarterback, I want you to unsub us. I really do. Because if, if you think Matthew Stafford is average, you don't need to watch football no more. Because he's he is, he is above average, if anything. He's way above average. The kid can play and throw the football. He can make good decisions too, too. It's just sometimes he gets a little bit too excited. Example being, in, in, the, in the second quarter, when he decided to throw that deep pass to Van Jefferson on the sideline, that got intercepted by uh, by uh, Bates, that didn't make sense. He had all the time, you're outside of the pocket, why not just throw the ball away? You didn't have to make that throw. And then the other interception wasn't his fault. The other interception came off Skoranik's hands. It hit him right in the hands and he dropped it. So right. what, what, are, what are we talking about here? It's not like, again, it's not like what I'm saying is crazy. What is the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford now. Matthew uh, Stafford has the same amount of footballs as Aaron Rodgers now. Same amount of appearances as well.
1: I I wanted to point out. Trey pointed out in the chat that Rodgers had Megatron. <laughs> I mean, uh, a okay. Stafford had Megatron, and Rodgers okay. with okay. three uh, rings of Megatron.
0: Okay. First off, that's Cap. First off, that's <laughs> Cap Trey. So let's go. Let, let, let let's let's just go through the list of receivers that Aaron Rodgers had again. You might not like it, but it's it's facts. What I'm saying, again, there is no cap in my rap when I talk. There's no cap. Aaron Rodgers had Donald Driver. Again, he was okay. He was decent. He was serviceable. He wasn't an elite receiver, but he was good. Then he had who else? Greg Jennings. Okay. After Greg Jennings, who did he have after that?
1: Nobody. Oh, let's remember.
0: You remember that guy? No, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. That's cap. That's cap. You, you, you guys remember a guy named Jordy Nelson? At one point, at one point, jo- Jordy Nelson was being called the best receiver in football. Then, after you get Jordy Nelson, what else do you give Aaron Rodgers? Devontae fucking Adams. So I don't want to hear shit about receivers about about Megatron. Yes, I'm not saying none of those guys are Megatron. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is, let's not pretend like Aaron Rodgers didn't have good receivers. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Give me give me another give me another bullshit excuse, but don't give me that one because you're not going to win an argument with that one.
1: I'm going to go ahead and quote Trey. He said, that's Cap. Jordy is no fucking Megatron.
0: (laughs) I just said that, though. I just said that. But again, Jordy Nelson, correct me if I'm wrong. When Jordy Nelson was in his prime, when he was the 1,000-yard-plus receiver he was every year, was he or was he not being considered one of the best, if not the best receiver in the NFL? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, he was. Yes, I'm, he
1: was. I'm going to have to sway to Trey's side on this one, and Radically 2 in the comment section too as well. I don't see Matthew Stafford being able to lift a team the way that Aaron Rodgers is able to lift a team.
0: What has Aaron Rodgers lifted? Because he throws a few Hail Mary passes?
1: I'm just saying he's consistently taking his team to the playoffs when healthy, regardless who's on the got roster. Got but,
0: but got it, but... At the end of the day, I, it, it's like this with Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to say this again. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be crucified because people just don't like to hear the truth. Now, but I'm going to go ahead and tell the truth. Because, again, ain't no cap in my rap. I'm going to tell the truth. If you put Aaron Rodgers in the NFC West, he is not Aaron Rodgers who he is right now. I don't give a damn what nobody says. What the hell was Aaron Rodgers playing against in the, in the, in the NFC North? Think about it. Think about it. And then guess what? They say the same thing about Tom Brady. When Tom Brady was in in, in the AFC East, oh, Tom Brady was so good only because he played in the AFC East. Think about who the hell – who did Aaron Rodgers have to play against in in, in, in the the NFC North? Who was a legit threat? Be honest. Be honest. Chicago and Minnesota have been legit threats. Man, get the fuck out of here, bro. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. Aaron Rodgers had no threat in the NFC North. In the NFC North, he had no threat. That's why he was going 14-2, and 15-1, 13-3 every year. Because he would wipe out that entire damn division like it was nothing. There was a guaranteed eight victories every year. For the most part, he might have he might have lost a game in, in 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 Minnesota maybe, but he beats the shit out of he's beating the Bears so much that it's become a meme. Am I lying?
1: You're not lying, but I'm I'm the defense shows up every year though for the for the Bears, and he's still able to beat them with no issue. This
0: guy Trey, this guy Trey, is delusional as hell. He just said Rodgers plays the Bears and the Vikings. Vikings, bro, stop talking right now, bro. Just, just, just get off the stream. Get off the stream. You can. <laughs> do, do you hear this guy right now? <laughs> the, Bears? A... the Bears. The Bears. <laughs> the fucking Bears, bro. Are you serious? I will give you the Vikings. I will give you the Vikings. But the Bears, you out of your fucking mind, Trey. Hey, Trey, I love you, bro. Thanks for th- hey, stopping thanks for, thanks for by, bro. I appreciate you, man. I'm just talking shit. But no, bro. No, no, no. Don't, no. Stop. 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 Stop, bro. Stop that shit. Stop while you're here, bro. Stop while you're here. You are not about to get on this pod and tell these people that the Bears were a threat. You're not about to do this. You're not about to do this, bro. When was the last time the Chicago Bears been to the playoffs?
1: What is this guy talking about, bro? Um. <laughs> uh, so, Banana Man wants to know: without a defense, is Stafford still top five?
0: Stafford still a top five quarterback with the Lions. It's just he played for the Lions, and nobody played him.
1: With- uh, that's a tough one. That's a really that's a really tough one, bro. Uh, we lost Banks for a brief moment. I, that's 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 a very very tough a tough one. But um, I'm I'm going I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that one. I, I can't I can't put Stafford over Rogers. Uh, just be, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with Trey and Banana Man here. I, I don't feel like Stafford can uplift a team the way that well excuse me carry a team carry a team the way that Rodgers is able to carry a team because we like like you said there have been multiple like. The stars had to align for Stafford. Like you had to have the great, all the good weapons around you. You had to have the the genius, offensive-minded head coach, and you had to have the phenomenal defense. But so go ahead. What was,
0: so, so what was okay? So why? So so just like the stars had to align for Matthew Stafford, the stars also had to align for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Am I right? So 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 the last two seasons, and we're just going to talk about the last two seasons. The two seasons when they not only they finished with the best record in the NFL two years in a row in a row also Aaron Rodgers won NFL MVP two years in a row is that cap or not?
1: Tell it's me. Not- I, I thought the MVP was a regular season achievement.
0: You're absolutely right, but when you go to a, when when you when you give a person an NFL MVP, you expect them to do great things in the playoffs. I ain't seen great things from Aaron Rodgers and the playoffs the last two years. I'm just keeping it real. So then you are going to say, I know what they're going to say. Well, what the fuck are you talking about, Banks? Aaron Rodgers just went twenty for twenty nine against against uh, in the game and he lost. He went 20 for 29, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. You're not doing enough. You're Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. You're Aaron Rodgers. Get the job done. That's all I'm saying. Again, I'm not hating on Rodgers. I'm not hating on him. I'm just pointing out facts, what the facts are. Get the job done. Wherever he plays football at, because I think he's done in Green Bay. I don't think he's coming back to Green Bay. I think he's done. But if he does come out to Green Bay, get the job done. Get the job
1: done. That's it. I'm inclined to agree with you on that one. Uh, there were two other there were two other topics I did wanted I wanted to holler at you about. Um, we approaching the, the 40 minute mark here. Um, the the possible retirement of Andrew Whitworth and the possible ati- retirement of Aaron Donald. What, what, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, must deserve Andrew Wentworth. Great career, Hall of Fame in the future, most definitely. Uh, Andrew Wentworth is going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, thank you, Andrew, Andrew Wentworth, for your service uh, for the Rams the last three seasons, man. We finally got that ring. I know that had to be very hard for him, though, man, you, when you think about it. Uh, he played for the Cincinnati Bengals for a majority of his career um, and then have to beat the team that pretty much made you. In the Super Bowl, I know that had it been very hard for him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he had to be really emotional thinking about that. But um Kurt, props to Andrew Wentworth, future Hall of Famer. You got your ring, bro. Get your yellow now it's time for you to get your yellow jacket. Uh Aaron Donald, I, I heard that in that news today. It's been trending everywhere. Um until I see Aaron Donald say about himself ver- physically, um, I don't I don't I believe it's a bunch of bullshit. But uh, if 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 he's if he retired, I would be surprised. But if he retired, would I be mad? No. Um, it, it's a, he. People don't understand the amount of work and a lot of an amount of physical damage that Aaron Donald puts on his body every single snap. Every single snap, Aaron Donald is making contact with somebody, or somebody's making contact with him. He's out again. Triple team. In some cases, he's been quadruple team. It takes a lot out of you, bro. It takes yeah. a lot out of you. That's that's honestly not that Aaron Donald has a Super Bowl ring. What is that? What what else is there for him to play for? It be be real with you.
1: Nothing. He can actually Nothing. go down as the being the greatest defensive player of all time. Also, shout out to Nicholas in the comment section. He says he's new.
0: What's up, Nick? Welcome to the stream, bro. What's up, everyone? My name is Nick, Chargers fan. Here, hopefully, my Chargers will be a Super Bowl soon. You know what? To talk to you about the Chargers, the good thing about the Chargers is you guys have a very bright future with your quarterback. Very, very bright future with your quarterback. The the most important thing the Chargers need to do is they need to address the defense. In, in order for you guys to make any noise next year, you need to stop somebody. Y'all could have stopped nobody last year. I don't Well, not last year, this year. Y'all could have stopped anybody. I don't know what it was. You guys need pass rushers. Um, but, but Derwin James is the bright spot on the defense. So you got, you got a good start there. Um, And you also got Justin Herbert, uh, Mike Williams and things like that. So that's a good team. That's a good team. That's ready to make noise, but they need more pieces.
1: Uh, uh, What'd you think about the, uh, the halftime, the halftime concert?
0: Fantastic. Best, best. And you know what? Again, I'm probably going to catch a little heat for this, but this is a not for debate podcast where we do not, hold back at all, we keeps it real. Those racist white let me not say white. Let me not let me not associate with a color. <laughs> let me not say that. <laughs> I don't want nobody to think that we're racist or anything like that. Because we're definitely not. But those racist folks who don't who didn't watch the NFL because people were kneeling and they didn't want rappers being on the Super Bowl show. I remember when they announced that Dr. Dre, Eminem and Snoop Dogg were going to perform at halftime show and everybody, those racist members in and, and the, and the blogs on Bleacher Report and all that were being super racist, talking about, oh, what the hell is this? This is not a hip-hop concert, and yada, yada, yada. Well, how the fuck do you think us rap fans feel when the NFL has been putting people on their halftime show? Who don't even watch football? <laughs> they don't even watch football.
1: You think Divi Lovato watched football?
0: Hell, fuck no, bro. He not <laughs> watch no fucking football, bro. David Lovato watches football only for the Super Bowl. That's it. They're not watching no football games, so why not associate the Super Bowl with Snoop Dogg, which is one of the biggest NFL supporters out there?
1: Right, that's true.
0: So why not?
1: That's and then, true, and
0: then for and then for the white folks, you know that if they are bad... They had, they, at least we had Eminem on there, so <laughs> but I tell people all the time, Eminem is no longer a white guy. He's black by association. So just letting y'all know <laughs> Eminem is part of the the, the, the black committee. That's what, he's a black guy and the white man's body. With the white man's yeah, white man's body. He's black. <laughs> he's an Oreo cookie. <laughs> but uh my thoughts on the Super Bowl, that's just jokes, guys. Don't not take it too serious all the room. Uh but uh but my thoughts on the Super Bowl performance I thought it was fantastic. Um, I thought it was a great, a great. I think it's the best Super Bowl performance ever. Uh, and I'm not just saying that only because it's rappers. Uh, I'm saying that because of everything that came with it. You got Dr. Dre, you got Mary J. Blige, you had Snoop Dogg, you had guest appearances for 50 Cent, Anderson Pack, you had uh, uh, BBW halftime performers, you had fat cheerleaders or dancers, whatever you want to call it. You had big women dancing and everything. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that that's different, bro. Like, so you gotta listen. You gotta get the NFL props for that, bro. You gotta
1: get. I, I'm gonna I'm th- a, a give that to Jay Z. I'm gonna give that to Jay Z when they decide to bring him on to the NFL because I feel like he had about eighty percent to do it all. That oh,
0: absolutely. You know, Jay Z pulled those strings. You know, Jay Z pulled those
1: strings because you remember. You know Jay-Z those remember, everybody was turning down the Super Bowl after the whole uh, George George Floyd situation. You remember? And as
0: we should.
1: And, and as we and, should. Yeah, and there was some. There was some. Definitely, some a listers that turned down the opportunity to perform at the Super Bowl. They even asked Beyonce a second time. She said no. Ti said no. So they they had they had to make a move. They definitely had right. to make a move.
0: As the, as the NFL should, as the NFL should. You 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 should you should make it. Next thing I want I wanted to make it black the blackest ever. <laughs> they could they could they can put they can put them. Bone Thugs and Harmony up there. I don't give a damn. Just make it the blackest Super Bowl performance ever. Like, go overboard with it. <laughs> I don't care. Just make it so black. Make it so black, it makes you sick. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm talking shit, man. But the halftime performance was really good, bro. I-, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really neat.
1: Yeah, 1,000%. Especially Mary J. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boots. my God.
0: What? Talk about Queen J.? Eh? Queen Mary, oh, my God, she looked like a snack. Woo! That woman, no, she's sexy, boy. Oh, my Lord.
1: Oh. Yes, sir. Black woman right there, boy. My God. For a for 50-year-old, she looked like she about yes, 30. Yes,
0: God, boy. She been working them glutes. and them. She been working on them glutes, boy, because that thing was poking.
1: Mary, if you hear
0: this, girl, you look good, Monet. You look good, Monet. <laughs> Monet is her. If you guys don't know in the chat. Monet is her alter ego character in, in in the in the show called Power. That's her character in the show called Power. Her name is Monet. Um Banana Man question, you think anybody told Roger about Madden? What do you mean by that, uh, Banana Man? What what do you mean by what do you mean by Madden?
1: So we we approaching the, the, the fifty minute mark now. So I guess we go ahead and close this thing out with what was your pop, what was your favorite Super
0: Bowl commercial. Um, well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I glanced at the Super Bowl commercials. Um, I really like the one the with the I think it was with the Huggies or Pampers commercial <laughs> with the with the with the cartoon uh, NFL players with Peyton Manning and Justin Jefferson was doing the greedy on the stove. Um, I really like that one. That one's really cute. I like that one. Yes, I said cute guys. Well, don't don't judge me. Uh, but yeah, that was really cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and I also like the LeBron James commercial, uh, where LeBron is sitting on his bed and he's talking to his, his younger self. Um, I, I I like that commercial only because I will be honest, LeBron James gets a lot of heat in the media. Space especially from Skip Bayless and myself and stuff like that. Uh so I thought that was a very unique commercial. Uh I, I really don't remember any other commercial outside of that, so I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember any other ones.
1: Did you uh check out the Jurassic Park trailer?
0: Oh, they did a Jurassic Park trailer, the new one?
1: Yes, they got they got oh, the yeah, yeah, all yeah yeah, the...
0: Yeah, 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 they're bringing up the guy, the old guy the old crew. Yeah, back. they
1: got they got the blooming uh bloom, damn, what's his name? Blooming uh blumenberg I, I think that's his last name coming back um the original I the original main character from the first movie chris pratt coming back the girlfriend uh-huh. from the chris pratt movies like it's going to be the whole main jurassic park cast throughout the whole trilogy in the movie and i can't wait for that movie um oh, that's
0: dope man i gotta go watch that trailer though i gotta go watch it that's dope
1: yeah, so good. they also had the Doctor Strange 2 trailer up there, too, as well. Did you could you catch that?
0: Well, I saw the Doctor Strange 2 trailer. Okay, so if you're if you're a Marvel fanatic, which, before we get started, uh Radical uh, Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams is, is connecting with this feminine side. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you got that right, bro. I'm in <laughs> tune with my feminine side, brother, all the way, bro. Hey, but let me tell you something, Radical. Don't get, don't think that shit's sweet, bro. I will, I will fuck you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm talking shit, man. I'm talking shit. Um, but uh, what does it say here? Uh, so, your, what was your question? Um,
1: the Doctor Strange two uh, trailer they yes. dropped. Oh yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange
0: two, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the Doctor Strange two commercial really ain't new to us Marvel heads. If you're a Marvel fanatic. And you stayed for, because you got to remember, at the end of Spider-Man, there wasn't just one ending. There were two. So if you stayed for the second ending, they actually revealed the Doctor Strange 2 trailer at the end of that movie. So I've seen that already, unless it's new.
1: It's a new one. It's a new one.
0: Oh, so you saw this? You saw? You know what I'm talking about then?
1: Yeah, I saw that one. And then this, there was another one that was about two minutes long.
0: Oh, so an even longer one. Okay. So, so, okay, 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 okay. So I, I gotta get on my YouTube shit tonight, bro. I gotta, I gotta get on my YouTube shit, watch those trailers. Cause I can say I don't remember a lot of the NFL uh, commercials to this year. Uh, I was, I in between the commercial. I was tr- praying. I was upset. I was tweeting. I was facebooking. I was, you name it, bro. Uh, I was doing all that <laughs> shit, talking shit, you name it. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was gonna say my favorite commercial had the you seen the cable guy, right? Yes, okay. Did you see that the cable guy commercial with Jim Carrey in there where they was uh promoting the new Verizon Files Wi Fi box?
0: No, no, I, I did see the commercial. Not, now, T Mobile has home internet, um, uh, <laughs> so it's no longer hotspot, I guess. They got internet now. I don't know how that's gonna work.
1: That's the one with uh, with um. Who's that disney G- disney channel female um what is her name not hillary duff yeah, miley cyrus miley cyrus
0: oh miley cyrus oh my god she's so annoying but yeah people love miley cyrus
1: <laughs> yeah she was she did the uh she did the t Mobile commercial but um yeah the cable guy commercial that he like literally he was knocking on the the girl's door or whatever and he was she was like cable guy and he was trying to install the cable into her into her house, and she was telling him about the Verizon FiOS new Wi-Fi box where you don't know, need self installation, we don't need a cable guy or whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, "No worries, I'll be back next week."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jim Carrey's a
0: fucking clown, man. I love Jim Carrey, but I love I like how they I like that they that. A lot of the commercials uh, nowadays, they do a good job of paying homage to the old stuff, but also implementing the new stuff. They're basically showing you the evolution of technology. Because um, I mean, technology, some of us are old enough like me, friends. I'll be 34 next month. Uh, some of us remember the old antennas. I, I was around when antennas were still a thing. You know what I mean? Like That's <laughs> how old I am. I remember antennas was still around. And then after antennas, they had the VGA cord, the red, yellow and, and 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 white VGA cord. Then uh after the VGA cord, they had the little screw-in coaxial thing mm-hmm. And then after that, we you got HDMI. Now you don't need none of that shit, bro. You don't need you don't need nothing, bro. It's just they got Roku cool TVs now that you don't have to have no HDMI. The technology is just getting better and better, bro. Like it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Uh, the only thing I'm mad about is that I, one of one of my, if not favorite movies ever, is Back to the Future. That's one of my favorite movies. I'm still pissed off that we still don't got flying cars. <laughs> still waiting. Still pissed.
1: Fly flying cars. That's what you pissed off about.
0: Yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Because when you go back, if you go back and watch Back to the Future too, go back and watch Back to the Future too. They're pretty spot on. They're pretty spot on with the technology, bro. A lot of stuff that was in Back to the Future Two is actually in the real world now. Yeah, because be they 10, got the
1: hoverboard. They got the hoverboard going on in that movie. Uh, it, it was yeah, it's, it's been almost spot on. It's almost spot on, most definitely.
0: Yeah, radical. I'm thirty. I'll be thirty four next month, bro. We, I'm getting up there, man. I'm getting up there, bro. I'm getting up there, man. <laughs>
1: I would have never imagined. Uh, Back to the Future is one of your favorite movie uh, movie series.
0: Oh hell yeah, man! Fuck yeah, bro! I love I love Marty McFly, man. I man, look, bro. I watch I watch Back to the Future at least once every couple months, bro. And I actually go through the entire trilogy. I I hated Back to the Future three. I thought it was very thought it was very dull. Um, but Back to the Future 1 and 2, love them. Love them, boy. Love them. 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 Love, em, love em. I love Back to the Future. Michael J. Fox is my guy, man.
1: I've only seen Back to the Future 2.
0: So, you see, so Back to the Future 2 is the one where they go back. They go back. He was in the, the arcade.
1: Future and he was in the arcade
0: No 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 when they go to the uh when they go to the future and Marty ends up taking a sports almanac book from the bookstore and he tries to go back with the sports almanac to make himself rich unfortunately he leaves the book uh, around Biff you know who Biff is right the villain Biff yes. ends up getting the book and and starts to, uh, to bet sports wagers and stuff because he already knows the outcome of the games. And so Biff ends up literally becoming the richest man in the world, and the world goes to shit because he's like the president or something like that. And then where the world goes to shit, all because Biff is now <laughs> the richest man in the world. It's crazy, bro. Mm. The, the one, the Wild Wild West one is number three. That that's that's number three. That's the Wild Wild West one. I didn't like that one that much.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I might have to sit down and have to watch all the movies. I I Oh
0: yeah, man. I, it's it's hard for me to
1: sit down and watch an old school movie like that considering the fact that we are 2022.
0: Nah, nah bro, that's nostalgia, bro. That's nostalgia, man. Uh, uh, not only that, man, I like uh the Indiana Jones series. I love Indiana Jones. Um, I, like I said, I love Back to the Future, like Jurassic Park. You gotta remember, see, back then tri- trilogies and and sequels had a whole different meaning. Terminator, for instance, Terminator had really good sequels. Nowadays, when, you make, when a movie made a sequel, it has nothing to do with the first one. That's and that's why they're not successful, because the sequels have nothing to do with the first, the original. It makes no sense. The only movies that are good trilogies right now is, a good sequels is the John Wick series. John Wick is badass. Like, John Wick is getting better every single movie. John Wick one, two was better than one, three was better than two. They're getting better and better. Now, the one movie that they did fuck it up on was The Matrix. The recent Matrix was terrible. <laughs> I, I hated that movie. That movie was garbage. It, it, it was pathetic. The Matrix, coming the new, the, the new coming to America and Mortal Kombat, the remake Mortal Kombat was probably the worst movies I've seen ever. They were they were worse than Street Fighter the movie. You seen the Street Fighter the movie?
1: The new it was one. That bad. They came out with another. No, 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 one?
0: No, no, no. The old Street Fighter movie, with the live action movie with John Claude Van Damme.
1: Yeah, I've, the- I've seen that one. yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, that shit was garbage. When E Honda. You remember E-Honda? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Like, no, it was that bad. The, the worst movie ever is probably the Dragon Ball Z Evolution movie, but still. Oh, yeah, National Treasure. I love National Treasure. National Treasure is amazing. Amazing. Night at the Museum. Amazing. Journey I- to the Center of the Earth. Amazing. I
1: can't, I can't believe you actually took the time to watch the Dragon Ball Evolution movie.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't listen. I did so. I felt that I was obligated to because of my childhood. And then I watched that shit for five minutes and turned that shit off. I said, this is by far the worst movie ever produced in life. That shit was about as worth as the Avatar Last Airbender movie. And that movie was trash too.
1: I didn't even bother watching this uh the the uh the Dragon Ball movie. Just by the trailer, I was like, yeah, this is not, hey, not Check hey, this man. out. <laughs> um, last question before we close this thing out though. Um Trey had Trey's question was say what you want. The OG Spider Man trilogy was seven out of ten, with three being the worst and two being the greatest Spider Man movie ever. I'm assuming <clears throat> this is the Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi version. Uh, I did want to say the Tobey Maguire version for sure. I feel like that was the best trilogy. But I will say Andrew Garfield was definitely the better Spider-Man. So if we would have probably if we would have got the got the Andrew Garfield and the Sam Raimi ones, the early 2000s, I definitely I think it would definitely been been flawless. Most definitely. Uh the suit and the Sam Raimi version I feel like was the best out of all the Spider-Mans that they had uh throughout throughout the whole Spider-Man film film verse. Better than No Way Home Spider-Man, better than Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, definitely Toby McGuire Spider-Man costume was was the best out of all of them. Um but again, man, we are approaching that that hour that hour mark. So um you definitely for those for those that are new, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to the Not for Debate podcast. Also, be sure to like us on our on our social media pages: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and now we are just recently got on the TikTok too as well. Um, if you want to listen, if you want to listen to us, you can you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Um, this episode of the Not for Debate podcast is brought to you by. Bet us online online sports book. Uh, with a link in the description, you can go ahead and that's the not for debate link in the description. Go ahead and click that link, and you'll receive one hundred and twenty five percent in bonuses when you decide you want to make a, a bet. Uh, I know I made me a couple a couple dollars this evening, considering the fact that Odell Beckham ended up scoring a touchdown, Cooper Cup ended up scoring a touchdown, and I, and 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 Matthew Stafford ended up throwing two touchdowns. So I ended up making, I would think, about $70 just doing a prop bet. But we will definitely be back. I will probably want to say this Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you know what it is. This is the Not For The Bay Podcast. We are up out of here, man.